Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, obviously, we've got Made in Chelsea coming out, the Corsica dramas. Apparently, it's savage. What do you know? What intel have you got? Who have you spoken to? What went down in Corsica town? To be honest, they needed this. Like, they needed a big, explosive series like this. I think the series before was... It it goes through that, doesn't it? Like, some are amazing, some are a bit boring. But even though I wasn't involved in the drama, my goodness, I was getting phone calls... Every day from Yaz, I got messages from Liv, from Ruby. Yaz was ringing me 24-7 in an absolute pickle, asking for advice on what to do. Oh, God, it just sounded like... It actually sounded very toxic. It, it was a toxic environment out there, towards the end anyway. I think everyone... When you do these away series, you really do go in a bubble of, like... It's a real weird thing. It's like... It's almost like there's no outside world, and you're just, like... And the dramas become, like so heavy consuming so consuming you're listening to emily blackwell's mother half a podcast emily's making with her mum rachel blackwell rachel and emily talk about anything and everything and you get to meet the real emily blackwell because you know you can only be yourself when your mum's around everyone and welcome back to Emily Blackwell's Mother Half podcast. With me, El Raquel, Mummager Blackwellios. We are back for another episode this week. A fun, light-hearted, get yourselves a glass of wine, a coffee, whatever it may be, and just, you know, tune out for an hour listening to us ramble on about life and well, God knows where this conversation is gonna take us, to be honest. We never know. It's like uh, one of those packages you buy, the mystery ones. Pay £20 to get the package and you open it up, you've got no idea. Just like that coming out of my mouth just then. No idea. No idea. So come on then, catch us up about your week. My followers are trickling up and again, you beautiful people out there, thank you. (laughs) No, I I do, I love them all and that's so kind of them to go on. Okay. Look at her little account. Um, and then I've done the allotment. I posted a picture of that. That was all my own work on my opera. So I, I can't give anybody any credit. And the cabbage was off the chart. I, have to, I grew it from a seed. Can you imagine growing something tiny from a seed and then you eat on a Sunday? And it, is, it, was, a, it was something to behold, is what I would say the cabbage was. So now you're bored of my cabbages. I, Robbie Williams never got back to me. Yeah, that was... So oh, I've marked. I've, well, it, it wasn't Robbie Williams. So for a start, we, don't, we will never know. So thank God he didn't get back to you because he's probably some strange, strange guy. Well, I, and I've been asked to go on a podcast. Oh God! And I'm going to do it, but I'm going to wait and see how good it goes. <laughs> 
I don't think you can do it without me because I'm too nervous about what sort of things you're going to say. No, 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 I promise you. I've, I'm, I'm going to have really to train good. you up for strict instructions because you do no. know they might ask you something and you'll just like no, start rambling about my deepest, darkest secrets. Not that I really have any, but... No, well, I'd be more worried about my deepest, darkest secrets if they come out and be like, Day of the Dead. Yeah. <laughs> This is so true. <laughs> this is very, very true. I mean, mum did walk in, and again, every time she walks into my house, she comes. She always has to come here early as well. Like, I'm gonna come at like eleven, and I'm like, all right, fine. I'll leave the key out. <laughs> so then she, I call her, and she's already made herself at home. But you, to be fair, you do bring me lunch. That's quite cute. But she walks in, and she's like getting ready. And as she's getting ready, she turns around. She goes, "So, um, have you got any uh, gifting for me then?" I did. I was on the loo having a tinkle and I went, Emily, Emily, are there any gifts for me? I don't know why you need to know I'm on the loo, but hey. It was weird because I'm sitting doing my makeup and you're just taking a pee in front of me with well, the door open. Yeah, but the door didn't, you could. You I could didn't think you were going to do it. And I thought in my head, surely she's going to shut the door. She's not actually going to go for a wee. And then, yeah, you're pulling down your trousers going, so Em, is there any gifting for me? <laughs> standard, standard mummy. To be fair, I do that as well to Jordan. Yeah, and you do it to me. You never shut the door when you're having a tingle. It's like chatting to you. I have been cringing slightly since the whole Stormzy thing. So obviously I spoke about Stormzy and how he goes to my gym. And every time I've been to my gym this week, I've been dying not to see him. <laughs> I'm like, no, not that he would have ever listened to the podcast, but I've just been, I don't know. I've got it in my head that he's going to think I'm some sort of like, he's going to look at me thinking, why is she talking about me? <laughs> why would you not talk about me? To be fair, me? I know he said fun, like lovely things because he is just a very sweet, kind man. But, and then I also think I get nervous because I'm like, if I see him, I know I'm going to have to ask him. So I'm, I'm going to have to go. I can't do it. I can't do it. I actually might give him my membership at this point. <laughs> No, you can't give up your membership to the Harbour Club, the very posh one oh, where Stormzy Mom. goes. Well, I'm not meant to say that. Probably not, no. Oh, well, everybody knows Stormzy goes there. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, fine, yeah. It's yeah, Princess Club. Diana used to go there. Oh, Hugh Grant goes there. Well, when I signed up, it's um, part of the David Lloyd. It's just like one, an extra, an extra one. It's known for its tennis courts. And like rat, it's like a racket club. And anyway, I, I, it's down the road from me, so I, I quite like it because it's. If I don't have a gym near me, I won't go. And it's just convenient, and they have a lovely spa and a nice steam room. That's probably the main reason. Um, and they do classes. And for me, when I work out, I categorically cannot go to the gym. I go to the gym for twenty minutes, and I've, all I do is a treadmill because I'm just terrible. So I like, I need somewhere where it has loads of classes. Anyway, go to get my membership, and they were like, okay, you've got two options. You've got the racket. One, which is, I can't remember how much it is a month, um, plus um, £1,500 signing on fee. And I was like, sorry? And apparently, that's what it is to be part of a tennis club. Like, thousands of pounds. David I don't play Lloyd. tennis, so I got, I got the cheap one, but... Well, David Lloyd was a famous tennis player. Oh, okay. This yeah. makes sense now. So, yeah, so that is... I used to belong to the David Lloyd when I was a wag, and I'd be quite happy to get a membership back if anybody's listening, David Lloyd... Just well, drop like, Mum, we need to there. stop dropping things on this Why? pod. I feel like all we do, we just drop Hermes scarves? No. <laughs> my neck. Babe, there's cues for those. You have to be chosen, I think, to buy anything oh, from that shop. But you sure our little pot. But when we're on we season can, I 10... I know what we can do. Oh. I'm going to Spain on Thursday. I'll get you one off the beach. Off the old looky-looky men. Cheapest yeah. chips. Yeah. I'll get you a Hermes. <laughs> yeah. Get me a Larry Vuitton. Yeah. They're great, brilliant fakes, though. Sometimes I do think to myself... Well, you wouldn't know. You wouldn't know some of them. You just wouldn't know. I mean, maybe not off the ones off the beaches, but there are some brilliant fakes out there. Oh, I was in um, Cyprus and off the chart. I, I didn't even know that they weren't real. I know. You the prices so were really expensive. Anyway, let's talk a little bit more about our weeks. So I'm off to see the Happy Mondays 
and James. And Who? I cannot wait. James and the Happy Mondays. Who the hell are they? No! James? This bedroom's on fire with passion and love. That's the neighbours complain um, from okay. the noises above. But she it. only comes when she's on top. You think you're so pretty? <laughs> yeah. And twisting my mellas, man. That's the Mondays. Yeah. And I didn't manage my agent didn't manage to get me VIP or access all areas. Fran. No, that's largely because I haven't got <laughs> Mum just I haven't got an agent. No, she just uses my one. <laughs> Poor Fran. I treated her to lunch the other day. We had a couple of tepers, didn't we, Fran? <laughs> threw, threw the old Barclay card on the table. Go on, girls, spill your boots. <laughs> Have a carafe of wine. Oh, my God. So, yes, that's what I'm doing. Okay, I'm well, I don't excited. know who they are, but do you know where I recognise that song from? It is um, in uh, American Pie, I think. I don't is know. It? It's a fantastic song. James have been around. They were the original. So you're going to go droppers. rock out? Well, you get. Let me finish. Sure. I am going to rock out with all the old double droppers. What does that mean? It means back in the 90s, when Ecstasy first came over, you'd drop one, then you'd go, oh man, no, it's not working, it's not working. So you'd, you'd take another one, and then it'd be called a double drop, and then you'd be in a cruel condition for the rest of it. So you basically just OD'd? No, 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 you didn't OD'd, but you were away for a long time. <laughs> Back in the day, that was but a real era, the, wasn't it? It was. Ecstasy era. It was so exciting. I was a puff at it. I wasn't very good. I, I was no good at taking drugs. I'm yeah, still you, not. White wine, where's my bedroom? I need to go to bed. But no, back in the day, that was funny. The old, But this is, so it'd be loads of 50-year-olds, a little bit younger, a little bit older, all... But sing. mum, you're not going I to I didn't do rave. that, no. But I never did that. I, I didn't like raves or acid house. It hurt my ears. Well, that's good to know. That's really handy. Thank you so much. I never dropped acid. <laughs> anyway, maybe we should stop speaking about narcotics on our lovely little <laughs> relaxing, light-hearted, wholesome podcast. podcast. I feel like, you know, maybe yeah. we're going a bit off-key here. <laughs> that's typical rage. So, should we go on to a bit of gossip? We've got the new Corsica. Um, <gasps> we do. So, Made in Chelsea have dropped their well they dropped it and then they for some bizarre reason they put out the trailer and then they took it away they deleted it i'm guessing not that i know any backstory on that but i think the trailer probably didn't get signed off by the re right people before it came out or they realized it let too much it gave too much away but i personally think they've made a big boo-boo by that because i thought it was probably one of the best trailers i've seen and i'm not even in it so i'm absolutely fuming well, I have to be honest, I was watching Miles and Liv talking about it and Liv said it is the most savage. Oh, no, it is. It absolutely tell, is. Tell, tell more. To be honest, they needed this. Like, they needed a big explosive series like this. I think the series before was, it was, it goes through that, doesn't it? Like, some are amazing, some are a bit boring. Um, well, more on the boring side. But backstage. So, obviously, start. I'm not actually in Corsica. I know. You guys, bet you're all just like, Christ. Where is, she? Where is she? I'm turning it off. <laughs> if Emily Blackwell isn't gracing the screen, I shan't watch this series. No, um, I'm not on it, purely because I was like, you know what? She needs a break, this girl. I'm just going to take a series out, do start the podcast, do loads of different things, and just crack on with doing a few other things. But even though I wasn't involved in the drama, my goodness, I was getting phone calls every day from Yaz. I got messages from Liv from Ruby, I was calling, Ruby was coming back and forth, 
I was still, Yaz was ringing me 24-7 in an absolute pickle asking for advice on what to do. You know, oh God, it just sounded like, it actually sounded very toxic. It, it was a toxic environment out there towards the end anyway. I think everyone, when you do these away series, you really do go in a bubble of like, it's a real weird thing. It's like, it's almost like there's no outside world and you're just like, and the dramas become like so heavy consuming so consuming but you know you're there to create a show at the end of the day so if you don't want to play the game then but i think personally as a made in chelsea fan you don't want it so spiteful you don't want you do, you turn it because you want to escape and go to sw3 or go on their lovely holidays and i i think there's a fear that if it turns towie and i love towie too that real always screaming and arguing, people, I personally go, oh, it's too much, I don't like it. Is it going to be that sort of series? I don't know how they've, I don't know how they've edited it or kind of the nice, uh, nice, I think it's very dramatic. And the thing is, and this is the main thing, and this is when it becomes amazing, is when the stuff is actually real. Like, it's not made raw. up, it's raw, it's people's emotions, it's real things actually really happening. So, like, no fake storylines, no rubbish, no, like, making small rubbish things into big things because they've got nothing else. It's pure, like, drama, drama, drama that is actually happening. It's, like, just... They must have been having a field day out there because, yeah, I mean, it was do it you, was pretty big. Do you there was a lot of, like... There's a lot of single people out there and or newly single people. And when newly single people get with other people in the cast, it creates serious... I mean, I can't give too much away because I don't want to get in trouble, but it's going to be an amazing summer series that I'm not going to be involved in. So on the show, when you get people... So you all, you all know each other and you all love each other, but say there was a new guy that comes on the show and he's all right, but you know, you as a character or any character wouldn't really go for him. But do you think that the cast members go, oh, well, yeah, I'm going to bloody go on a date with him if he fancies me because uh, I'll get I'll get airtime and a bit of a storyline and more money. Oh, yeah. Yeah? We've, we've all done that. <laughs> I love that. Can you imagine it? <laughs> we've all done it. Of course we have. Because it's like anything. You go on a date on a dating app where you just... It's like in the real world. You go on a date in a dating app. You can't really be asked to go, but you'll go because you're bored. It's like the same thing. You'll you'll go with it because you want the money and the airtime. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can say this, but you know. Yeah, well, it's nothing. We're mentioning no names. Yeah, and I'll dub myself in. Yeah, <laughs> she's ratted herself. I've ratted myself out years ago. This was. Yeah, no, I don't blame you. I think I've even rung you and gone. You know the new character on the show? Is it not worth a little? Oh, it's for single. You just you know. Oh, it, uh, what harm can come from it? You're listening to Emily Blackwell's Mother Half, a podcast Emily's making with her mum, Rachel Blackwell. I remember when I was so upset and I Tell knew me. something was really bad with... I knew something was going to really come out with Harvey and the relationship. Mm. And I rang mum and I was like, mum, I know something really bad. I'm literally going to... like Something bad's really about to happen. You know, us women, we just get that feeling in our stomachs. And it was before I filmed the scene... I don't know if you guys remember where I stumble into embargoes and absolutely just lose my head. And when I find out that he cheated on me and you rang, I rang you in a complete state. And I don't often get in states, but when I do, you know, it's bad. And mum just turned around to me. She goes, oh, um, you know what? 
get a really good outfit on and you may as well get you may as well get paid if he's cheated on you anyway and I was like she's got a point she's got a goddamn point I said get your big girl knickers on get your lip gloss on sweetheart and go and smash him out the park I was like I'm gonna go find out yeah. and I may as well get paid for it not that it's a hell of a lot but you know and, and the nice thing is as well is that when you don't know what's happened and you just think you know what's happened, you can't move on. You're stuck in the reality of, has he, hasn't he? He's lied to me, but she's saying this. So you can't move. You're stuck. So the minute you know, Emily, I kissed a girl. Oh, <laughs> we did a bit more than that, didn't you, Harvard? But um, then, then you can go, right, bang, done, off. Now I can move on from this. I know what you've done. And that's why I think it was upsetting for you in Bali to hear more rumours, and I must admit, it did split, it did divide people. People thought, well, you're, yeah, you're happy with Jordan, but there was one particular thing, you know, he slept with a girl two floors down. That's too much. It has to have happened, because that's too much information. No, Who'd no, also, everyone had it in their heads that all I spoke about was Harvey. I barely spoke about Harvey. That is how it was edited like that. Me and Jordan would have hours uh, two hour conversations of every other thing like really lovely things but it was edited as all i said was harvey 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 like even i was getting annoyed at myself i was like emily what it, it made me look insane when that wasn't even the case like it genuinely was that not was just a tiny piece of a very big picture oh my god yeah but we loved it so it's what we want we film those episodes, so a scene takes four hours sometimes, maybe even more, and it's one hour's worth of an episode, and there's like tw 24 scenes or something in it. So, you know, they have to cut it right down. So they're obviously creating a story and cutting it down to the best parts to make it the best show. Yeah, So they're, you know, you have to cut pe what people say down a lot and added a few looks here and there. You know, they spice it up a bit, as you would. They edit it very well. And they film it very well. Oh, I mean, we all love a dinner party. A Made in Chelsea dinner party. You know the minute somebody puts it out there, it's going to be a good... So, you know, in Bali, when there was that awful... That was one of the worst dinner parties I've ever done, where I obviously confronted Harvey about finding out that he'd done more when we were... Even though we weren't together, I still asked him. Because I was, you know, being his friend and being nice to him. And I think he actually owed it to me because it just... I knew that he hadn't, he hadn't, it hadn't come from him and it should have come from him. It come from everyone else. And I was being so lovely and so kind to him and we were being very friendly. And I just thought, you know what? You need to tell me from yourself. Like it needs to come from your mouth and you need to stop lying about it to me. Anyway, there was a thunderstorm that broke out and they, it, swear on my life, you can hear it in the background. But I wonder if some people think that that's just the edit, <laughs> but it isn't. It's like a full blown. It was so weird. It just like the heavens opened and the whole place flooded. Like even to the point where we had to all get up from the dinner table and all separate. And the whole place was just flooded because these like, it was like in this like conservatory thing where we had the dinner party and the drains were just filled up. It was just bizarre. And like the heavens, yeah, it was weird. And we were just screaming at each other but it worked quite well in like in the scene it made it so dramatic <laughs> <laughs> lightning bolts how dare you the harvey tell me what happened harvey tell me now i want to know now from your very own mouth pretty much no i think you know no, listen i've been cheated on i've been mugged off i've been absolutely everything and from all those situations that happen throughout your life you learn from them yeah. and then you get to a point where you know exactly what you want 
what you're standing for, what you're not standing for. And that's what I found Jordan. <laughs> yeah, well, that works. And, and it he, goes like that. Yeah, and that was what was meant to be. And he is just way more, like, understanding. He respects me. I mean, obviously, we have our moments, but who doesn't? I think he's got quite... For a man, he's got high emotional intelligence. Oh, it's he does. It's rare to find a man with high emotional intelligence. He's very highly emotional. Yeah, he's got... And also, he's a bit more mature because he is five years older than me. It really helps. Yeah, definitely. Because probably if I found him five years ago, it wouldn't be the same. You know, when he was in his mid-twenties, it wouldn't be the same, I don't think. No. How does it? How does he feel about you on the whole Made in Chelsea thing? Because he tried it for a bit, didn't he? Well, that's one of the reasons why, you know, I couldn't have gone out with someone who's jealous or controlling or... You know, Jordan's very relaxed. He knows that that is my... He's very sure of himself, you know. He's not insecure or not confident. So he doesn't get funny about me being on TV or, you know, having followers or doing main Chelsea or having to be in scenes with my ex-boyfriend at the very beginning or, you know, being around people that I may have dated in the past. He doesn't get jealous about it. He doesn't care because he's sure of himself, you know. And he knows that that's my job and that's my work and... He respects that. Is he jealous of the pod? He'll love the pod. He's going to come on. I've already asked him. So the reason why Jordan did film some me in Chelsea was because at the point I was so thick in it, thick in the drama, thick in everything. Like obviously everyone had followed my whole journey and my whole life. And I felt it would be really unfair. And I explained this to Jordan. It would be really unfair for everyone not to meet Jordan. Like on TV because then I couldn't speak about him. You kind of need, people need to see a face, a name, the face to the name, sorry. Um, so he came on, but obviously that was me asking him and he did it for me. Like he was happy to do it, but bless him. It's just so not his vibe. Although, you know, I, I said to me and Chelsea, I don't want a relationship on the show anymore. I've done it. I've done it for years. This is I, this is something special to me, me and Jordan. It feels real. Not that the others didn't, but it's, you cannot be happy. You cannot have a happy relationship on a TV show. No one wants to see it. No one's interested on it. Let's be honest. Like, it just doesn't work. No, no. They, they constantly try and mess it up and, you know... It's, you know, it's a TV show. What else do you expect? Yeah, it'd be really boring if you just exactly, sat and watched an hour of people being happy. But I think when you've done that for five years, you really don't want to do it anymore. No. Like, it's Stressful. emotional warfare. And, um, yeah, he came on, did his little thing. But obviously, he he also runs a business, right? So he can't. He doesn't want opinions on dramas that are going on in main Chelsea. He doesn't want to... He, he doesn't need it. He doesn't need the show. He's, bigger, he's, he's actually bigger and better than that. Like, when you first met Jordan... What did you think when you saw us together compared to like all of the other boyfriends? That sounds really bad. All of the others. But I thought, oh, my goodness, that is a man amongst men. Really? He, yeah, he is a man amongst men. He's glorious. He is everything without being too gushy. He's everything I want in a son-in-law. And to take the the uh, gene chain down to the next one to my grandchildren. <laughs> I feel sorry for you when you give birth because... He's six foot three and a big man. <laughs> and you was only six pound two. And I'm 52. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, she had to get her age in there. So, no, and I just thought, wow. But obviously, I've known of Jordan because he was at Epsom College and he was obviously in your group and yeah. he'd be on different things. 
But there was a picture, because sadly, all of Emily's pictures that she takes on her phone come through to a little iPad she gave me. Oh, my God. Well, yes. Which has stopped her sending nudes, I have to say. No, I'm teasing. She wouldn't have sent them anyway. She's far too sophisticated. <laughs> Mum can basically see all of my photos on iCloud on her iPad, which I stupidly gave her, which used to be my iPad. And now she, like, she'll... Because even, like, my WhatsApp photos go automatically oh, do they? onto my onto my photos, like anyone who sent a photo when I have a screenshot or wherever in the girls' group. So she'll read them all and then call me and ask what the gossip is. She's <laughs> like, oh, what does this mean? Oh, really? Did he do that? What did he do? And I'm like, mum, stop reading the iPad. So on the iPad, um, I wake up Sunday morning, I think, oh, I'm going to have a look what she got up to last night. And there's Daniel in Embark, no, in Raffles, with this tall guy. And I thought, like, what is my son doing out with this tall guy on Emily's phone? And then I rang, I said, who was Daniel out with last night? You went, oh, just a mutual friend, you know, one of the guys from Surrey. I went, it looks like Jordan. <laughs> and you went, oh, you know him? I went, yeah, and I did secretly deep down think, oh, that would be a good mix, that would be lovely. Oh, my, <laughs> oh my God. No. Well, I was saying, like, you know, Ollie manifested it for me. Ollie Locke manifested Jordan for me. Did he? He literally rang me, no word of lie, I know exactly where I was, I was walking in Nine Elms, Ollie rings me. He's like, oh, darling, I'm just so upset about it. I can't believe Harvey, like, what an asshole, blah, blah. You know what you need? You need a gorgeous man from Surrey who's fit and sexy. And I <laughs> he manifested you. And I was like, and genuinely, like, a week later, I walk into a pub and there's Jordan. And I was like, even though I did know him, but I hadn't seen him in years, you know. And there he was, and I thought, Ollie, you've manifested my man. Oh, literally. Ooh. I was like, Ollie, manifest me more. I was like, how many babies am I going to have? He's like, you're going to have... He actually said to me, he's like, you're going to have boys, and the first one's going to be so gorgeous, it's going to look just like Jordan. I was like, oh, great. <laughs> oh, thanks, Ollie. Fingers crossed. I don't care what it is. We need to get Ollie and Gareth on the pod. Definitely, when, when their babies come. Yeah. That would be lovely. Oh, do you think they'll bring them on? Maybe. Do you think I could burp one of them? Get, oh, God, get can't wait. I can't, we'll definitely bring them on. Can't wait to be a G-mar or Glammar. I haven't decided which one I'm going to be called yet. What would you prefer? I think I would like... It's annoying because, you know, like, I think Italians and Spanish, they've got it right, like, nonna and no, I don't want to abuela. Be like, it's... It, abuela. They're, they're quite like cute. But English, like, nen, grandma. I, I like nana. I think you just get rage. They'll have to Why not? call you rage. Why not rage? Nana rage. Ragey nan nan. You're listening to Emily Blackwell's Mother Half. Next up, Dilemmas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So I'm absolutely exhausted from giving tons of advice to people out in Corsica, all the cast. We need some of your advice now. We need some of your... Wisdom. Wisdom, yeah. So I think we should do some dilemmas. Dilemma time! Oh, God. I'm getting good at this. You're going to do that every time now, aren't you? Well, because it's dilemma time. I quite like it. You can, yeah, maybe we keep this part in. <laughs> Definitely. Please don't edit it out. Okay. coming in now. All right. Emily. 
you can stop that now. <laughs> Please, dear Lord. God, the coffee's kicked in. Okay, ready? Yes. So I the am. first one we've got is I work with my ex. What do I do as I hate seeing him around the office? I pretend that I love seeing him around the office. <laughs> I go, hi, darling, how are you? Oh, that shirt looks cracking on you. You look beaut today. I'd get so on his nerves. I'd go in the toilet and slap myself hard about the face after. <laughs> but I would, yeah, I'd kill him with kindness. But they're new shoes. You never had them when I was with you, you chilling, cheating bastard. <laughs> I'm just making up. He, I'm not sure he cheated on her. I don't know. But the wise wisdom is... Kill that man with kindness. Knock him out of the park. I'm not going to lie. It's not... It, you're nearly there with the advice. I think, you know, as much as you hate him, the 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 little you care, the more it will annoy him more. If you show you don't care, it'll wind him up. So don't bite yeah. to anything. Or move job. <laughs> yeah, or basically get your CV ready. Get your CV ready. Go on LinkedIn and off you pop. Yeah. Get a bigger and better job than he's got. Yeah. That's what I... Yeah. Or, or go to be his boss. <laughs> How you like me now? That would be cool. That would be boss, boss bitch. And, but is there any, anything else we can think of? So she really doesn't like it. Kill him with kindness. Do we have a flip side? Apart from get another job. What else can we advise our little sausage out there? Um, I think personally, for me, I've, I do te technically work around... All your exes. All my exes, or have done. And I did the kill with kindness. I just, I didn't care. I just don't care anymore. And I don't know if, I know it's hard to change that, but I, I was always very friendly, polite, because, you know, there's so much energy hating someone than it is just letting it go. Like, True. it's really so I'm, much better with life. If even, I wouldn't hate your ex. I would just wish him well and actually feel sorry for him. I always pity them. I always think, oh, bless them. I just feel sorry for the one that's got them now. I think, oh, poor cow, you've got to go through all of that. <laughs> you. Apart from my ex-husband, who was lovely, he's a very nice man. He's not in this, by That's the way. Right. <laughs> Emily's dad does not. He's a good dad and he's a nice man. That is not reference to him. It's all the other tossers after him. <laughs> Apart from Mark. Do you feel better after Mark. that? Oh, and okay. I'm really trying to let go of the hate and the anger of exes. We're working on that. That can be next episode where we just <laughs> yeah. do some exercises on Rach's... Um... Oh, dirty bastards. <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, no. let's move on to the next one. I think we've rounded that one up quite well. We have. Okay, the next one is, how do I meet someone new? Online dating is hard. And I have a lot of friends in this position who are just hate online dating. They say to me, um, it makes me feel worse about myself because everyone is so weird and I don't like anyone. But then I also have friends on there who have actually found love through dating apps and are really, really happy and... I mean, they cringe at the fact that they've met that person through a dating app, but that's the way of the world now. Unless it's Raya, that's quite a cool dating app, isn't it? If you meet someone on Raya, you've arrived. Or well, even getting on Raya, you've arrived. Yeah. But no, I did online dating. Plenty of fish or something? No, I didn't do plenty of fish. I paid. <laughs> I wanted to get myself something a little bit more decent. Oh, my God. Well, plenty of fish is free. When she went through her plenty of fish days. No, I never did plenty fish. I keep telling you. Who I... did you eat harmony? Yes, that was it. Eight out of ten people find love. You're looking, <laughs> at, you're looking at one of the two. <laughs> oh my god, oh. it didn't work for you, did it, Rach? No. I they... mean, oh my god. See, the thing is, 
I can't stand small talk. So for me, Bumble is where the girl has to speak to the guy. And that for me is just like, hell, I can't do it. And I'm, I'm really bad with like, I get so uninterested. Like, you know, the whole small talk, like you've got to actually, hi, how are you? What you been up? No one cares. Just cut to the choice. <laughs> like, cut to the chase. Do you fancy me? Do you fancy sexy it's like time? all the, no, not that. No? Um, you don't but want it's to like, get that? No? Well, I guess Finch. a lot of people do, to be fair. But it's just, it's, pain, it's a painful game. Well, just times that by a thousand and be a divorced single mum of two and go on dating um, websites. They're just... But I, again, in a positive note, I do know people that have met on dating websites yeah. and stayed together and they've had a lovely time, but I was one of the two. It didn't work for me. So for me, so this girl's dilemma is how does she meet someone new? She doesn't like online dating. So the annoying thing is you have to go out a lot, don't you, when you're single? You always have to go to bars and clubs and you feel like you have to socialise all the time. But I don't necessarily think that's true. Like, even when you're doing, like, workout classes or in the gym or on holiday, like, you meet people through that. You youngsters do because you're waiting to meet baby daddy. Daddy baby. I can't remember which way around it goes. Baby but, like. Baby daddy. You, so you're all, when you're out in the bars on a Friday night and you're single and there will be lots, there'll be a nice big fat single pool of men the same age looking for the same thing. So I would, if she's young, stick to that. If you're old, I think you need to go back to your past like I did with Mark. You know, the minute I knew that he was in England, he had put, put feet on English soil. <laughs> Hi, oh, I hear you're in England. So you weren't keen then? I, I was sweating. So basically, Mark, I grew up with Mark. He was my brother's best friend and I was besotted with him. He was four years older than me. And I, people had the Bay City Rollers. I had Mark McNally on my wall. Loved him. Anyway. That's a bit store Christian, a bit creepy, No, but no, because anyway. he lived in the next block to me. And we even worse, out. even worse. You had a photo of your brother's best mate on your wall. No, not on my wall. It was on a photo frame by the side of the bed. It wasn't big enough for the wall. Oh, my God. I think I stole it from his mum. <laughs> That's even... You're, you're a nutter. No, I, anyway, look, stop it. Listen to my lovely story. So, when I was 17 and three months on Nelson Mandela's birthday, I managed to get Mark to be with me. And then we were together for a little bit. And then... But he was so good-looking and cool and liked older blondes. I Not went short off. girls with cheeseman shoes. <laughs> with, with my cheesemans and my freckles. And I was so desperate to be loved. I was just like this excitable <laughs> poppy dog. Ding dong, ding dong. Your mum and dad out. Your mum and dad gone away. Can I come in? Can I come in? Please let me in. Mum, you're not selling yourself well here, I, But I don't need to anymore. Anyway, fast forward, I'm single. And then I see on his mum's um, Facebook and his brother's Facebook that he is over from uh, abroad. So I... Oh, I see you're all down there. Oh, I might pop down. So I ran up the stairs to get ready to go to the pub to see them all. And my palms were sweating. My heart was going. That's quite cute. I was, and then I walked in the pub and he kissed me straight on the lips. <gasps> That's very brave and bold. And I went, oh. He went, you've grown up. <laughs> this is so creepy. <laughs> this is something from Gavin and Stacey. No, he meant I looked old. No, I'm teasing. He didn't. Of course he didn't. I blossomed you, into you the You've grown up. <laughs> <laughs> it has been 48 years, Mark. <laughs> so, yeah, I think I might have. <laughs> yeah. I've got two caesarean scars to prove it. <laughs> right. 
So on that, anyway. So yeah, that for me, thankfully, I went, and a lot of people do get back with their first. They do first love. They do indeed. So that's quite a big one. So I don't know how old you but like are. Like way later down the line. You're talking yeah. like after you've after been kids. married. Yeah. So yeah, we don't know how old you are. So the trick is, we agree with you. It is hard. Yeah. Um, but keep going. <laughs> get yourself out there. Just get yourself out there. Stalk exes. And also, it will happen at when you least expect it. When you absolutely least expect it, that's when it will happen. Yeah. So almost when, when you try too hard, it doesn't happen. That's where I went wrong. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Should we wrap it up? Let's wrap it up. Oh, thank you so much for listening to our Mother Half. Uh, Emily Blackwell's Mother Half Ep 5. <laughs> you got the holiday special next week. That's a good one. I've already heard it. We're funny. <laughs> the holiday special is a good one. But yeah, thank you so much for listening, guys. We hope you have enjoyed this episode and we look forward to seeing you next time. Please like and subscribe us on wherever you get your social media or your YouTubes or your podcasts. I've downloaded every single podcast there is to like, subscribe and leave a little comment. And rate us. Give us a little whatever you think we're worth, but not a, not a meanie Jackanini one, because that's not nice. Give us five. <laughs>